All right, folks, as we draw near to another critical election, it's not only about casting your vote, it's about elevating your voice, making your voice be heard. AMAC is more than just a senior discount organization. They unite like-minded patriots like you and I, committed to preserving our cherished values and actively opposing the leftist agenda that's sweeping across America. Just look at their recent victories. AMAC members helped to push forward an investigation into practices that inflate drug prices. They successfully defeated ranked choice voting in order to protect traditional voting methods, and they've also helped block a federal takeover of elections. As AMAC's membership grows, Washington is listening. Every new member strengthens this movement. If you love America, visit AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News to become a four-year member for just $30. That's a great discount. AMAC is not only better for America, it's better for you. Membership gives you access to the AMAC magazine, free Social Security and Medicare guidance, money-saving discounts, trusted news, sweepstakes, and so much more. It's a community, not a service. Take advantage of our election year sale, four years for just $30 at AMAC. By joining over 2 million Americans, they can't ignore your voice in Washington anymore. Join now at AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News. That's A-M-A-C dot U-S forward slash Just News. Hello, America, and happy Tuesday. Looking forward to a great show with you today. Always appreciate when you guys tune in and listen. We've got two great guests. I think both of them are going to make a little bit of news. First up is Scotty Moore, the new Republican nominee for the House Number 9 District in Florida, a district that a year or two ago would have been put in the safe blue, but now is in the toss-up category. Scotty Moore had a strong primary season Came out on top. He's got backing from Ted Cruz and Mark Meadows and many big players. And that ninth district, which kind of is in the Orlando central belt of Florida, is suddenly becoming a more competitive race, even though Darren Soto, the Democrat, has a lot of Hispanic support. There's been a shift in Hispanic support around the country. And I think a lot of Republicans are getting excited that that one could be put into play. So we're going to talk to Scotty about that. What's in play? What's not? What's he's been doing? And then we're going to take a quick Really fun, I think, really fun conversation with Dr. Jeff Myers. He's doing so much in the faith space to give parents, to give young adults who've come through either K through 12 or colleges indoctrinated with different philosophies like critical race theory, transgender ideology, things like that. He's giving them an alternative platform of really extraordinary training and sessions and materials and podcasts so that people who are Curious, have I been told the right thing if I'm a young American? Is it really true critical race theory? Does race really predetermine everybody's future? He's given them an extraordinary platform to have that conversation, to come to their own self-discovery, not what their teachers or their professors told them, but what they themselves believe after going through the tough questions that one has to consider in a very complicated world where we are today. But I'm really excited about that. He's at Summit Ministries, one of the really growing voices in the conservative Christian space. I thought you'd enjoy meeting him and his mission. Everything from cancel culture to worldview to faith in the public square are on his horizon. He's doing some really fun stuff. He's not confrontational. He's inquisitive. Through the art of questions and challenging the current narratives in America, he's helping young adults and their parents navigate towards a solution that becomes self-owned by the young adult. When you go on the journey and you make up your own mind, you don't take your professor's or your teacher's word for it, or even your parents' word for it, 
you end up with a much stronger long-term value system. Dr. Jeff Myers in Summit Ministries will be a really fun conversation, particularly in this era of cancer culture. So that's our show today. Check us out tonight on the TV show. We're going to have some Wisconsin election integrity news with Janelle Branchett, the assemblywoman from Wisconsin, who is on the front lines of fighting for that integrity. We also have Congressman Ralph Norman from South Carolina. Two big guests that'll be on the show tonight at 6 o'clock, Real America's Voice, 6 o'clock Eastern Time on all of the channels, including Dish Network Channel 219, Pluto Channel number 240, and of course on the Just the News app and the Real America's app and on all of the Roku apps around. All right, folks, let's take a quick commercial break. When we come back, first up, Scotty Moore, the newly energized, newly minted Republican nominee for House District number nine in Florida, a race that's moved into the toss-up category. We'll have that right after this. Hey, folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully, you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor-selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you audit your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're going to get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down. My blood sugar is down. My weight's down. My health is up. My sleeping patterns are better. My metabolism is up. If you want to experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. Hey folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully, you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor-selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you audit your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're going to get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down. My blood sugar is down. My weight's down. My health is up. My sleeping patterns are better. My metabolism is up. If you want to experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, 
thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. All right, folks, welcome back for the commercial break. So often when you go to Just the News, there's an amazing story about what's going on in Florida. It is ground zero for the state's rights movement, for restoring common sense to public policy, whether it's blocking funds that have an ESG agenda in the financial space or blocking critical race theory from being taught to your children. Our next guest is the brand new newly minted Republican nominee for the House seat in Florida's 9th District, Scotty Moore. Scotty, great to have you on the show. Pleasure to be on the show. Love being on here with you, Mr. Solomon, and also welcome to all the viewers. Love being able to address and connect with your viewership. Yeah, you've got so much going on and you're in an exciting district. Maybe in another year, people won't think Florida Nine's in play. This year, it's in play. The Biden agenda, the extreme agenda of some of the liberal side of the Democratic Party is on trial in this election and Darren Sodom, a Democrat, popular among Puerto Ricans in Florida, he's got more of a record than most Americans know of just kind of hanging in there with the far left and Joe Biden. Tell us a little bit how that becomes an issue in the fall election. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You know, uh, I think most Americans right now are really concerned about what's happening at their home with their kids, their pocketbooks, the economy, gas prices. Uh, you know, what's happening around the world with Afghanistan that happened a year ago. Americans were left behind enemy lines there. Yeah. Uh, Americans were left at the airport. Uh, soldiers died. You know, we can't forget about that. That was a year ago, but even with Ukraine and our weakness around the world. And so you got the border. And, and even though Florida is not technically a border state, every state's a border state this year because we're looking at the, the, the effects of everything that's happening and so I think Americans, and that includes Congressional District 9, are very, very concerned with what's happening in our everyday lives. And again, front and center, it's, it's kids. Unfortunately, they're bringing kids and indoctrination kids and even parents not having the right to speak up and defend. And so Darren Soto votes 100% of the time with Nancy Pelosi. And so he is absolutely complicit with the mess we're in. And that's what we're saying. And by the way, he's not really that well known here. He just has run and has a Puerto Rican last name. But most people don't know Darren Soto, and the party is the one who supports him. And and I think a lot of people are looking for change now. Yeah, it is pretty remarkable. I think a lot of folks who've been in office while maybe not have been vetted for the votes they've taken, not have been vetted for the positions they've taken, and where they might have been even three, four years ago, and now may have moved because the Democratic Party has moved so much further to the left what are the most important things you want voters in Florida, voters around the country, donors to know about Darren Soto's record that they may not know about? Yeah, listen, uh, Darren Soto has been wrong on every issue, whether it's voting for the, the, the um, pushing forward a radical agenda or protecting uh, the transgender and pushing forward a radical uh, gender fluidity thing that, that Governor DeSantis, by the way, stood up and said, no, it's not going to happen here. And it became a nationwide debate. You know, Disney got involved, even global, if you ask me around that and stuff. So so if you look at his voting record, he has been wrong on on all of that. And and it's affecting, you know, parents right now are trying to decide whether or not they pay for their kids school lunch, the school supplies, the, the gas in their car, the mortgage the out of control spending and, and supply chain crisis that we're in, that we're not having good leadership. I mean, this Horses, is affecting everyday Americans. And the great outdoor. And it's affecting that's kids. Kentucky. So that's what 
people need to understand is they may not be investigating and looking too deeply, but if they don't like the situation they're in, the reason why is because Pelosi has had a wicked, crazy agenda and Darren Soto has been in step with her. Yeah, it really is. And I think it's sort of escaped scrutiny. And when you look at Hispanic voters, I think over the last few years, clearly been more in the Democratic bloc traditionally. But the more that the left move further left, the more that they start targeting children with whether it's transgender ideology or critical race theory, it seems like that bond between the Democratic Party and Latino voters is starting to fray, break, move towards the Republican Party. Do you think that will happen in this district? It's key, I think, to watch that dynamic across the country. But in this district, which has a pretty large Puerto Rican population, this could be a very important dynamic for you, isn't it? Yes, yes. Well, you know, uh, the Democrats have been wrong on every issue, and that's including COVID, the COVID vaccine, the mandates, losing jobs. If we had not had Governor DeSantis's leadership, Florida would be in a very, very difficult, dangerous situation, similar to probably California, Michigan, New York. But unfortunately, or fortunately for us, but but, you know, we have not, we have had Governor DeSantis in there, but they were trying to push forward in that. And, and you know, I believe many in the Hispanic community are, are like all Americans. We're all Americans. And so we're concerned about our jobs. We're concerned about losing our jobs based on what the government believes we should do. And we don't have the freedoms anymore that we we should be able to choose that. And also, um we are 100% pro-life. I believe many in the in the Hispanic culture are pro-life and not pro-death, which which is pro-killing babies. And you know, a lot of people in this in this uh, community are really wanting to be able to say if they go issue by issue, they really see that they lean more on the conservative side than 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 in the in the Democrat side, and that's being highlighted more than ever with what's happening in the radical uh, attack and agenda that's happening, not just with our kids, absolutely with our kids, but also with taking away our jobs, taking away our freedoms, uh, pushing a vaccine that maybe some of us don't want to take. And if you want to take it, that's fine. That's why we live in the United States of America. We have freedoms in that. But pushing an agenda and losing your job, that's where it's really dangerous. And so the choice could not be more clear right now between new leadership, new direction, Scotty Moore and Darren Soto, who votes 100 percent of the time with Pelosi on that. Yeah. And Soto is going to be on a ticket a Democratic ticket in Florida that has some interesting characters. Charlie Chris, former Republican, turns Democrat. He picks a former teachers union figure, Carla Hernandez Matz. These teachers unions have been at the forefront of some of this radical ideology. And also, they were the unions that didn't want students to come back from COVID very quickly. How big an issue will that become in this election? Now you have someone that kind of has that whole COVID teaching thing in the middle of the ticket. What do you think about that? Yeah, yeah, let's, I think that's absolutely going to be front and center. And, but by the way, let's not forget that before Charlie Chris was a Democrat, he was an independent. He's a shapeshifter depending on whatever fits best for <laughs> him. Right. So he's, he's got kind of been every now. party he can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that, that, that's a lot, you know, where he was one, but then he is other because he saw the writing on the wall and then he shifted into another and then he's in. So he has lost total credibility right now and, and he keeps, saying whatever, but that's really the party that, that we're fighting against right now. The Democrat party has lost credibility. You know, they, they, they changed the definition, whether it's a woman, whether it's building the wall, they're not building the wall, they're just kind of filling in the wall. They changed the definition on recession. And they're also changing the reality of like, hey, they're trying to sell you a bill of goods that this is good for you when really what they're pushing forward in schools is anti-American rhetoric and it's, and it's uh, pushing forward a wicked uh, agenda and and the American uh, parents are seeing this, 
they're rising up and speaking against it. And what, what does the Biden administration do? They label them as domestic terrorists. This will absolutely be front and center. And I sure hope the American people pay attention and know what's happening. And don't forget the crazy reality that we have fought for. Thankfully, we have Governor DeSantis who has protected our kids. And, and that's absolutely going to be on the on the, the ballot this, this November. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Florida is the model for those parents who think they want government doing a better job protecting their children in school, critical race theory, transgenderism, highly sexualized content in K through five. What the heck's that about? So Florida's got a great model. You're going to Congress if you win this election. What is the lessons from Florida and other states, perhaps, that Congress needs to adopt so that there is a federal nationwide approach to this? Or do you think it should be state by state? Do you like the federalism approach or do you like the federal approach? Yeah, right. Well, what, what I believe is something that, that's an old statement, but a great statement from the, the great order, Ron, uh, Ronald Reagan, which says, I'm here from the government and I'm here to help. And so the, the government gets in the way when they try to do things. And so let's bring back the Tenth Amendment, where it's the state's right, let's bring it back and allow the state to lead well. Governor DeSantis has been doing that. When you have this federal overreach, which, by the way, we've seen with the DOJ and the FBI pushing forward, not just in this crazy reality that they did with Mar-a-Lago and a, and a former president and, and Donald J. Trump, but also with spying on Americans. And what about the CDC, NIH, Fauci, uh, so many other agencies, the IRS, 87,000 new IRS agents coming after everyday Americans, by the way, probably the majority of 200,000 in, in income and below. So we have a government that is out of control. There's an administrative state, unelected bureaucrats who are trying to take away freedoms and we need to bring it back to the states and shrink our government. It is too out of control. There's too much power hungry people. And that is absolutely true in the education realm along with the other realms, which is the IRS, CDC, NIH, uh, the DOJ. There's just too much power and and too much out of control uh, federal government. It's so interesting to take a look at the debate in the states. And you're starting, I think, to see some of the best ideas that are going to bubble up to the federal side being born in the states, being practiced in the states, getting tested in the states, getting perfected in the states. It seems as though we're in an extraordinary era of revival of federalism, which was so important to our founding fathers. They didn't want a large central federal government. They wanted states to have the ability to chart their way. Are you encouraged by the fact that federalism is alive and well in America right now? Yes. I mean, we are a constitutional republic, and we must never forget that it's we the people. You know, we the people do have a voice and we can make a difference in the ballot and we should and we ought to. And that also includes election integrity and making sure we're holding our government accountable, which, by the way, has not been done. The, the thing that I say often and I really believe is what good is it to have checks and balances built into our system if we don't employ and use said checks and balances? You know, they're there for a reason. We need to hold our government in check. And I really do believe there is a revival in here. But here's the question. Are we willing to stay the course? and keep pushing and keep speaking up and, and, and go and see this full, full all the way through. And that's what I would like to see. Uh, there, is a, there is a clear pushback on this. And, and so we'll see how this plays out. But I, I believe people are waking up and we must continue this fight. States' rights still are alive. This, the federal government exists because of the states and not the other way around. States are paramount and very important to our government and, and the success of the United States of America. Yeah, so it's an important part of the development in our country is 
watching everyday grassroots people get to the states, get things done, and then maybe one day they'll get to the federal level. As you prepare for the fall election, you've got some good fundraising going on. You've got some momentum coming out of the Republican primaries. What's the key for you as you try to make the deal with voters and get sent to Washington? What do you want voters to know you're going to do when you get to Washington? Yeah, well, I mean, uh, I've said it a lot of times, which is holding our government accountable. I think what's really important to know is that we are a government, I believe, of representing of the people, and we've lost touch. You know, sometimes it feels like the government has become people who are elite or who have significant wealth. And I came from a nonprofit. You know, I worked for Campus Crusade for Christ for over 20 years. We had to raise our own funds. And so uh, I do not, you know, people don't last for over 20 years in a Christian nonprofit, nor do they raise their funds for over 20 years. And they don't do it for the money. They do it for the mission. And the mission matters. And, and I think we need to get people who have, have been in the communities, have been working, you know, teaching leadership development. That's what I've been doing. I, by the way, I lived in Brazil for six years. I speak Portuguese. I also traveled around South America. I've been to Buenos Aires, uh, Argentina, and Santa Cruz, Bolivia, and Quito, Ecuador. And so I also speak uh, Espanol también. And so the thing is, is after living in Brazil, my wife's Brazilian. We lived there for 19 years. Uh, we've, I lived there for six years. We've been married for 19 years. 16 years ago, we came here to the U.S. and she became a U.S. citizen legally, by the way. So I've been through that process as well. You know, legal immigration. Immigration is important, but legal immigration. And so I've seen what it's like to live outside of the U.S. I've traveled around. I've been through the legal immigration process. And so, you know, I'm a, I'm a unique type of person who's running. And I believe most people want to see that type of representation who have tried to figure out and know what it's like to live with everyday Americans and figure out how we're going to pay for this stuff, go to the grocery store. That's what I bring to Washington, D.C., and, and I believe we're on a mission and people are responding to that mission. And, and the new mission is to help save America. We're going to take back the house, John. We're going to fire Pelosi and we're going to save America. That's what we're doing. And people are responding and they want that. How do folks stay in touch, Scotty, with what you're doing? If they want to get involved or inspired by what they hear, what's the best way for them to stay in touch with what you're doing? Absolutely. Would love for you all to follow me on social media, Scotty Moore for Congress on my Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, you can go to scottymoreforcongress.com. That's scotty with a Y, M-O-O-R-E, for congress.com. So that's my, 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 my website. We're doing videos every day so you can hear my voice. You can see me. I'm going everywhere. You'll see that there's not going to be another candidate who's working harder than Scotty Moore. I'm going to earn your vote, your respect. I look forward to staying in touch with you. Reach out. I've got my phone number on there, my email. We want to stay in touch with you. And by the way, if you can't vote for me, I understand you can still help me get elected because not all candidates are alike. And that's why it's so important. We're flipping the seat from blue to red. And so you guys may be in Arizona or Montana or Minnesota or Texas or New York or even California. It matters to flip the seat from blue to red and we need your help. And so there's a ton of momentum and energy. Help us take back the house, fire Pelosi and save America. Wow, it's going to be a big election. A lot of people watching this as a bellwether race. And a few years ago, I don't think Florida 9 would be considered a bellwether race. So a lot of people excited about this. Scotty, thanks for joining us. We wish you luck in the fall. Definitely going to get you back on the show. Yes, sir. Thank you for the opportunity. God bless you and your viewers. I really believe this is going to be a historic election. And by the way, we have President Trump's uh, Chief of Staff, Mark Meadows, and Senator Cruz on Team Scotty and looking for more people. So there's tons of momentum. Yeah, that's exactly right. There is. There's a lot of momentum. That's what people are watching. Thanks again for joining us, Scotty. Great to have you on today. 
God bless you. Thank you, sir. You as well. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back after these messages. Hey, folks, if you're a homeowner and you're like me, you want to protect your home, right? But when's the last time you checked on the title to your home? If you never have, listen to this. A new report on homeowners shows we all now have $16 trillion in equity. That's an all-time high in America. That's why you need protection from a scam the FBI calls house stealing. That's when the equity in all of our homes is the target, sadly, of scammers. If nobody's watching the title to your home, these scammers can transfer your title to their name, take out loans, and your equity could be gone. Poof, gone. You have to protect your equity from this despicable crime right now with triple lock protection from my good friends at HomeTitleLock.com. The first step is to check on your home's title to see if it's still in your name. Sign up with your address at HomeTitleLock.com and be sure to use the promo code JUSTNEWS. They're going to send you a complete title scan of your home's title in your first 30 days of triple lock home title protection. That's legendary protection, by the way. It's free. HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS. One more time. Go to HomeTitleLock.com today and protect your most important asset, the equity in your home. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. So many parents are grappling with how do we protect our children from some of the woke ideologies that are working into a school system, working into the everyday culture, into entertainment, even on the Disney Channel, right? Disney movies. Our next guest has been taking a major stab at trying to help Americans and parents and children get on top of this issue, find the right way to insulate yourself from silly stuff and to get back into a healthy dialogue in America. He is the president of Summit Ministries, and he is Dr. Jeff Myers. Jeff, great to have you on the show today. John, it's great to be with you. Looking forward to uh, our discussion. What a key topic. It is, and you're doing so much. For people who aren't familiar with the mission of Summit Ministries and what it is doing for everyday Americans, can you bring us up to speed real quickly? Yes. Uh, Well, at Summit, we equip and support this rising generation to embrace God's truth and to champion a biblical worldview. So, We don't just want them to know the truth of Scripture. We don't want them to just know about the Bible. We want them to understand how the Bible forms a worldview that makes more sense of the world than the competing worldviews that students are given access to, the only worldviews they're given access to in most of the educational system. Yeah. So it's pretty remarkable. And, and it's interesting, like what happened with critical race theory and everything, I think in the last year, last year or two, because of the pandemic, parents suddenly realized, oh my God, I didn't know all this was going on in school or around my kid at school or around my kid in the culture. There's been a real awakening. You had a pretty remarkable poll this spring. I think it found maybe 72% of Americans are opposed to gender identity curriculum in the classroom, 90% opposed to gender alteration procedures for minors. It seems like people have woken up and learned about some of these movements, and they don't like where this country is headed, right? 
Well, I, that's a that's a fair summary, John. We're not a polling company, but we do polling in association with our partner, the McLaughlin Group, because we want to understand the cultural moment that we're a part of. And as you know, a lot of polls are just designed to push people toward having a certain viewpoint. We're trying to figure out what Americans actually believe, and it turns out that five to eight percent of Americans are just really jerks. Five to eight percent. I mean, they <laughs> they hate everything. They hate America. They wish this country would fall. They uh, they say that they resolve conflicts by cutting other people out of their lives and so forth. But most people are common sense, two thirds or more. And they do respect the biblical morality that you see in the pages of Scripture. For example, 72 percent of Americans said they think the values found in the Bible are essential for a healthy American society. 82% of African-Americans said that. So the stories we're being given about the conflicts we face in our culture are being generated by 5 to 8% of the people and foisted on the rest of us. Americans are a trusting people. We send our kids to school. We assume that the teachers are not going to intentionally try to undermine the values of uh, of our children but very often these days teachers are willing to do that or at least they're pressured to do so by their administration against their will and you've actually got this system set up now where parents are at, are essentially the enemies of what is considered to be an enlightened educated child it's it's crazy yeah it really is and i just think that we had no idea i think we got so busy in america that we didn't see what these movements were until the pandemic slowed us all down. And now we're breaking up and saying, well, well, wait a second, this isn't our America. And it's not just the politically active, right? It's everyday Americans saying, hey, we don't like where this is headed. As you step back now, as people absorb all this, you're building a toolkit, right, for parents and everyday Americans to get involved and to do constructive things. You want progress. Tell us a little bit about what you do to get, you know, an everyday mom and dad into the game so they can make a difference in their local community. Well, John, there, there are three things that we're focused on at Summit. One is, is programs. So young adults, 16 to 22 years of age, come and join us for two weeks at a time in Manitou Springs, Colorado, and in Lookout Mountain, Georgia. And in those venues, we bring together the top Christian thought leaders, economists, political theorists, philosophers, and others dealing with sexual morality and all the kinds of things that young adults are dealing with. People who are super compelling in their ability to present the truth, but also willing to engage personally with the questions the students have. And, and so that's one main thing that we do. A second thing is just resources for people, because people think, okay, I. I didn't grow up spending a lot of time thinking about why I believe what I believe. Why would I have to? I mean, I should just be able to live my life. But you need resources to know the truth. And you go to summit.org and you can find those resources. And then the third thing is for churches and schools, homeschools and Christian schools primarily, we have curriculum material that helps students go deep in understanding truth, understanding counterfeit worldviews, and then knowing how to intelligently respond. Yeah. For some young people who've gone through a woke education system, whether at the university level where there's a lot of it, or now even in the K through 12, these sort of summits can sort of be a kind of, not a reprogramming moment, but an opportunity to challenge what you were just told in school and evaluate it against, you know, a different data set, a different set of facts. How do students who go through this, you know, how do they balance what they were told in school with what they now learn when they go to one of these great summits? 
<laughs> well, we ask them to come with a list of questions. What are your big questions about faith, about life, about what your parents believe? All of those things. Just bring your questions with you. And they take us literally. Just visiting with one of our students who came from another city here in Colorado, he literally had an entire page of difficult questions that he thought were impossible to answer from a Christian viewpoint. And he brought that list with him. And in a spirit of learning and fair play, I mean, obviously, if somebody comes and they're screaming and they're angry, it's going to be very difficult. But if you're honest and you want honest answers, then you can sit down and dialogue with our instructors and, and find find answers to these questions. And, and he found them. And it, you know, it took only to transform his life. And there were 1,700 students who came to study with us this summer in that in that program we just finished last Friday. So that, that's kind of an example of how, how that can work. You can know the truth, and the truth will set you free. That's how Jesus phrased it. And the word truth he used, there's a Greek word, aletheia, which means reality. He's not just saying you can know your truth or you can feel better about yourself. He's saying you can know the truth. You can know reality. And wow, when students are so confused in today's society, being able to say, you know what, if you study this outright, you can actually come closer to understanding reality as it actually is. That's very compelling for young adults who've been confused and whiplashed by the education system you mentioned. It's sort of funny that we would need to do this, but it seems like too many people have just been forced to accept the narrative or have come to just accept the narrative imposed on them. And being curious, having questions is like the starting point. Our founding fathers were very curious people. They, that's why they they challenged so much and created this great nation. Do you find younger generations today afraid to have that curiosity because of cancel culture and other things? And how do you get them over that? Well, that's a great point. Uh, young adults and older adults do find themselves in a position where this 5 to 8% of the population that's, that are the real jerks in today's society kind of control the dialogue and the narrative. And they use shame. Like they are hyper-fundamentalist in their secularism. They primarily use shame to try to shut down the dialogue and make you think that you're a bad person if you ask questions. So we just teach a simple set of questions to young adults that they can ask in any situation, in the classroom, in their residence hall, at school, with their friends next to the locker, in their high school, or, or whatever it happens to be. Because you can lead with questions, John. You know how this is. You're being, you, you know, if you're in a college class and there are 75 students and the professor says something outrageous and you challenge the professor, you're, it's going to be one against 76 people. There's 75 other students. There's the professor. There is no way no matter what facts you present, that you'll be able to get a fair hearing. But if you ask a question, you see, then the professor has to defend what she's saying rather than, and the other students have to defend what they're saying rather than you always being in that sort of defensive place. A crouch, yeah. What an interesting idea to put people on the defensive by just simply asking a question. That curiosity has got to become, I think people become afraid to be curious and we can't be. We have to keep challenging the status quo, because sometimes, a lot of times, the status quo turns out not to be true. You talk about truth, and you've written a book about truth, and it seems to me that in the era we live in now that moral relativism has created this idea that truth is discretionary. It can be whatever one person wants it to be, and your truth and my truth can be 
uh, different, you're challenging that notion, right? There are facts, there are true things. People can come to different assessments, but how do we get in the quest for truth, get back to the idea that it's not a relative thing? Truth isn't a relative thing. John, it's, it's, it's such an important question. Uh, I, I went through a cancer battle last year, and I couldn't do anything during that time except write, weirdly. So I wrote. I wrote, and I thought, wow, this is, could be, is this the last thing I'm ever going to write about? What should, what should my topic be? And I decided it had to be truth. Because we have a battle today between two perspectives. One is what I call capital T truth, truth that really exists and can be discovered. And the other one is small t truths that each that truth is up to each individual. Well, America has tipped into that latter viewpoint. The majority of Americans now believe that truth is up to the individual. So in order to un- unwind that, you have to go back and start talking about what truth actually is why the idea that truths are up to the individual doesn't make sense logically or socially or any other way. And then I just try to tell the stories of incredible people in history who lived the truth and changed the world as a result, just to try to give people some inspiration. So I'm happy to go in any direction to uh, you know, take apart any of those things we've talked about, but that's sort of the basic idea. The book's called Truth Changes Everything. Yeah, and what's so fascinating about this, and, and maybe younger generations don't appreciate this, but in the Declaration of Independence, there are certain truths that are believed to be self-evident. I mean, we all have to accept that these things are true, that all men are created equal, that they're endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. If those truths can be also explained away, if they can be made morally relevant, then the entire foundation of this country can be eroded. When you look at some of the activists on the left, is destroying truth a part of the agenda? John, creating confusion is the first thing that anyone who's trying to uh, have a revolution does, because they they have to call into question anything that anyone else believes. This is not something new. Karl Marx didn't invent this. In fact, if you open the Bible, you will see, if you can make it to the third chapter of the book of Genesis, you will see that the serpent, when t- in talking with Eve, said, did God really say? In, o- in other words, there's this, there's this sense that God is not really good. He doesn't really have your best interests at heart. And, and he created confusion in her, which led her to violate um, the thing that God had said to do. The same thing happens to us in society today. That if someone wants to undermine the, the idea that there's truth, they'll say things like, well, does two plus two really equal four? Maybe that depends on what culture you're a part of. And, and, and the answer is you have to learn how to bring clarity to these situations. If someone says, if I say, if I say to a person, water boils at 212 degrees Fahrenheit at sea level, it's not reasonable for that other person to say, well, you know, keep your opinions to yourself. Right. If I say Martin Luther King was shot on April 4th, 1968, it would be unreasonable for someone to say, well, maybe that's true where you live. But where I live, it's different. No, because we know there are scientific facts and historical facts. But, John, here's why I'm, I'm going on and on about this. There are also moral facts. Now, let me make two statements here. And anyone who's listening can discern the difference between these two statements. Statement A. It is good to care for abandoned puppies. Statement B, it is good to torture abandoned puppies. Now, 
there might actually be people in the world who believe statement B, but no one thinks that statement A and statement B are, e are the same or equally valid. So if it's true that they're scientific facts, historical facts, and moral facts, then we have to dispense with the idea that truth is up to the individual. The goal is not to speak your truth. The goal is to seek the truth. It's such an amazing quest to realize that it's been sidetracked a lot. I mean, the, the quest for truth and the idea that there are inalienable truths, things that we know to be true, it's been side railed by things left and right. There's all these nonprofit groups that now have these civic education agendas, and they're actually designed to unwind the truths that our founding fathers left for this country. And it's really amazing to watch. Yeah, John, I, I, can I, I want to mention something about that because I've seen some of these courses. Yep. And the way they try to unwind the values that our founders gave us is by showing the personal hypocrisy in the areas of some of the founders' lives. But that personal hypocrisy doesn't mean anything if there is no truth to begin with. Yeah, great point. Yeah, exactly. Right. If there's no such thing as justice, if justice is just whatever's true for each individual, then why should we care about what any given curriculum says about justice? It's not relevant to us. We each have our own idea of justice. So even courses that try to create confusion have to assume that there is some sort of truth that we know. Well, how do we know it? How do we get to it? How do we access it? I don't believe that everybody's going to agree once we get on the search for real truth. We'll always have debates. But at least we'll be having debates about real things and not just about people's personal feelings. That's such an important part. And feelings aren't truth. Feelings are feelings and truths are truths. And I think that the emotion of the, today's debate, people are substituting emotion for truth too often. And that's misleading an entire generation of young Americans. Jeff, how do people follow the work you do at Summit Ministries? You've got so many resources, book, curriculum, What's the best way for people to stay in touch or if they're interested for their children or their young adults in their life to hit one of these summit base camps? What's the best way to do that? Yeah, yeah. Just just come to summit.org. Just S-U-M-M-I-T dot O-R-G. And then you'll see all of the resources there, programs that will be available starting next summer for young adults 16 to 22 years of age, courses that are available. There's even a resource library, which is free. And it has hundreds of vid short videos and articles that can help you start discussions and find answers on a lot of the questions that perplex people today. That's the easiest way to get started. And there's probably a place there, you know, something that pops up and you give us your email. We're not going to email you to death. We just want you to know if a new resource comes out that's helpful, we'll let you know about it. And uh, our team is very sensitive to the fact that people are getting tons of information. We want to provide, you know, light rather than heat. And uh, if you stay in touch with us, we can help do that. Well, the resource page is just chock full of amazing things, whether it's videos, articles, personal reflections, and of course, some really great podcasts and a worldview dictionary. That's a good one. You got to check that one out. It's a really wonderful resource. Jeff, what an honor to have you on this show. Such important work you're doing. I look forward to getting you back on real soon. John, thank you. Anytime. I'd love to come back on. It's a great honor. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back after these messages. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. 
Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. All right, folks, welcome back for the commercial break. A big thanks to Dr. Jeff Myers and to Scotty Moore for spending such good time with us today. Really fun conversation. Two people I wanted you to get to know that I've been watching as a journalist and they're, they're making news, they're making a difference, they're having an impact. That's why we bring them on the show. All right, before we go uh, for the evening and before you go check out justthenews.com for your news fix tonight, just a reminder, I run a small company and many of you out there have your own small companies and HR, human resources, is such an important thing to stay on top of, but it's hard. There's so many regulations are always changing, particularly in the COVID era. If you're in District of Columbia or Blue City, it's even more challenging HR can become an Achilles heel if you don't stay on top of it. So guess what? Take the worry off your list. Go to my good friends at Bambi, B-A-M-B-E-E, and get them to do an assessment of your company. They will show you how they can provide you your own dedicated HR manager for as little as $99 a month. I'm not making it up. That's, that's They start at $99 a month. Get that HR manager available by phone, by email, real-time chat. So everything from onboarding a new employee to terminating an employee, or all the other issues that happen in the daily course of your company. They go smoothly, without a hitch, in compliance with all of the HR regulations, state, federal, local. That is what Bambi's HR autopilot solution will do. They'll automate all of that for you so you can spend more time on your core strategy and your core products and your core services and not have to worry that you're dropping the ball in HR. Bambi has done some great stuff for the Justin News family for the John Solomon Reports family. All you got to do is go to Bambi.com, B-A-M-B-E.com slash Just News. Right now, you'll get your own audit and your own assessment of where Bambi can help you. Why not take that worry off your list today? Go to Bambi.com slash Just News. One more time, Bambi, B-A-M-B-E-E.com slash Just News. Get started, $99 a month. That's a deal when it comes to a dedicated HR manager. All right, folks, that wraps it up for the day. We'll be back tomorrow with another edition of John Solomon Reports from justthenews.com. Folks, everyone knows the next medical crisis is just around the corner, whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something much more mundane like a tick bite. You and your family need to be prepared. That's what we learned from this last pandemic, right? That's where the wellness company comes in. You know the wellness company. We have their great doctors like Dr. Peter McCullough on all the time on our shows. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust. And the new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy and most importantly, prepared. 
Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z The medical emergency kit provides a guidebook to aid in the safe use of all of these life-saving medications. So you know what you're doing. From anthrax to tick bites to COVID and even the bioweapon like the plague, the wellness company's medical emergency kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics on hand to keep you and your family safe from whatever the globalists throw your way. Go to www.twchealth/justnews today in order. That's twc.health/justnews and use the promo code justnews to save 10%. Hey there, it's Amanda Head, and I am thrilled to introduce to you my new exciting podcast, Furthermore, with Amanda Head, broadcasting weekly from sunny Los Angeles, California, and brought to you by the dynamic Just the News Podcast Network. On this fresh and engaging podcast, I delve into the latest news with a little bit of a twist, exploring the furthermore of every story. But this isn't your typical run-of-the-mill news commentary or politically charged program. I interview a diverse range of guests, including business leaders, entertainers, musicians, educators, experts, politicians, and many influential figures from both the United States and around the world. So why not make your Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays a little more interesting? Tune in on your preferred podcast platform and discover furthermore with Amanda Head on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And don't forget to hit that follow or subscribe button and be sure to download the latest episodes. I can't wait to have you join me on this exciting journey.